ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier, and along with Kate Spencer, I host Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. Join us every Wednesday with guests like author Phoebe Robinson, chef Samin Nosrat, actress Busy Phillips, and even former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. On Mondays and Fridays, we have mini episodes where we answer listeners' questions on everyday problems like how useful a butt mask really is, how to deal with a petty friend, or how to relax after a long day. So join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Forever 35, where we're not experts, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. So books of the year and a Q&A with Ragnar Jonasson. His current book is The Girl Who Died, which is out in hardback. You can hear our conversation uh, with Ragnar, where you got this podcast from. You may already have heard it, but you may be out of sequence. But anyway, there's a full chat about the girl who died elsewhere. Meantime, here comes the Q&A with Ragnar, who is in uh, Reykjavik. Ragnar, what is the last book that you really, really enjoyed? That's a very good question. And uh, I think I have to say, uh, I have to say there, there was a book I read uh, a few months ago called... Uh, Rules for Perfect Murders, or I think also Eight Perfect Murders by Peter Swanson. That's a book I, I really enjoyed. It has a, it has a, like a, it, it's perfect for someone who enjoys books and 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 literature as as well. You know, a book about books in a way. Uh, what I've also, uh, uh, I, I'm actually, I've just started another book now that I'm really enjoying. That's uh, the new. Uh, Ian Rankin, um, Makilvani collaboration, mm. which starts off fantastically well, and I'm looking forward to that. And then during lockdown, I have really, really enjoyed also <clears throat> catching up on a on an author called S.S. Van Dyne. Uh, he was uh, I've I've sort of been collecting because he didn't write a lot of books. I've been collecting them in, in during uh, during lockdown and, and reading them. They were written in the 1920s, 1930s. They feature a guy called Philo Vance, and you know, not not a lot of people would probably read those books anymore. But I I I I recommend them. They are really strong examples of the of the golden age. And uh, and as I say, I've been collecting these books and and all sorts of stuff linked to uh, S.S. Van Dyne, and in, including a book that I, I I actually really enjoyed, which is uh, is called So Red the Nose, and it's. Uh, it has cocktail recipes by 30 leading authors of the 1930s, including Van Dyne. So I wow. All right. There's an interesting variety. Cocktail recipes. That'll do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ragnar, you've already mentioned uh, on, our, on our previous podcast um, uh, how you were into Agatha Christie as a child. So the next book is, is there a book that stands out from your childhood? Is, is the one that stands out other than Agatha Christie or was she sort of dominating everything? Yeah. I gave that some thought. I mean, I, I think I'll ha- always have to go with Agatha Christie. But before I started reading Agatha Christie, I I read a lot of children's books, of course. And, you know, uh, in that respect, I think Enid Blyton really stood out for me. I mean, and for a lot of Icelanders at that time, the, uh, she was the author we, we read. And then you sort of move away from her into 
of an Agatha Christie. And, and the first Agatha Christie book I read was, was Evil Under the Sun. So that really sticks with me as, um, and I, maybe I was like 12, I think, when I read that one, 11 or 12 years old. So I think I'll have to go with that one as a, as a really, you know, so a book that really changed my life in a way. Who is your, uh, who's your favorite thriller writer, Agnes? Uh, I would always want to say Agatha Christie as well. I mean, uh, unless you want to define thrillers in a in a in a very different way, but uh, but for me, I mean, at least in crime fiction, I would I would always go for Agatha Christie. But I would also like to mention uh, P. D. James. I did really love her books, uh, the Dalgley series, and 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 the rest of it. Uh, uh, I think these two authors really are the two authors that I. I, I did try to learn a lot from and 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 PD James did characterization so perfectly I don't think it's been done better ever since uh, she moved you know thriller writing or crime fiction to uh, to a new level I I, inter- I interviewed PD James a couple of times um and it was exactly the kind of experience that you would imagine but I, just as a follow up to that I wonder if British listeners might think Enid Blyton, Agatha Christie, P.D. James, that's a certain type of Britain that you're reading about. And it's it, as opposed to Ian Rankin, who I think was the first person to mention your books on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, I, I think if you grow up with Agatha Christie, you get this image of Britain that is, you know, uh, this, you know, probably, as you say, different from, from uh, current Britain in a way. I mean, it is, it, it is, you know, perhaps slightly fictional, the villages of, of Agatha Christie and, and, and these, you know, uh, in a way, the golden age. But, uh, but of course, you know, I, I, uh, I, I have in a way also moved away from that and, 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 and really enjoy a lot of the books that are being written currently. And, and, but I, I, in a way, I tend to go back to the golden age a lot. Um, the, the puzzle element of these older books is what really gets, um, uh, you know, keeps my attention and and, uh, and what I try to write as well. Uh, our next question, uh, Ragnar, is, is it's making its first appearance in these Q and A's. Um, it's a question about short chapters as opposed to long chapters. Now, your book, uh, a lot of short chapters, which I love. Uh, for two reasons. One, I think it really helps with the tempo of the book. And uh, certainly, as far as thrillers are concerned, uh, short chapters work really well. Also, as a reader, it makes you sort of feel, oh, wow, I'm absolutely barreling through this book. I'm already on, you know, chapter six. I only started reading half an hour ago. Um, so I, I really think those work. I, however, I'm, I, I'm in the midst of, at the moment of um, judging um, the Sports Book of the Year award. And there is a writer, though, who I'm not going to name, um, but he has written a book um, about a pretty well known subject and it's entirely in very 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 short chapters and it basically leaves you unsatisfied it leaves you wanting more and more details it doesn't actually work i i think for him what, what what's your sort of preference do you do you like books with short chapters or long chapters and and, and i suppose in your writing style as well yeah i <clears throat> i have to say i i i would probably prefer books with shorter chapters uh there are many reasons for that i mean one is just that that's the way i i write and and it sort of keeps the uh keeps the attention uh keeps you turning the pages but also you know i you know i i i read a lot before i go to sleep and and and, and usually i i you know 
books just put me to sleep generally, uh, regardless of how good they are. So, so to have short chapters is, you know, you can at least, you know, uh, accomplish something before you, before you just, you know, the lights uh, are turned out. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I usually prefer to be able to like, you know, check the box and, you know, finish a chapter or two. Uh, you've had a lot of great quotes about your books from fellow authors. Ragnar, is there one that's meant the most to you? Uh, they all mean a lot to me, obviously, and and it's been a it's been a fantastic adventure. Uh, one that really comes to mind when I uh, when I hear this question is is from uh, I think 2016. It was just a year after my first book had been, had been published in the UK, so things were just you know getting started, and and that was when uh, when Ian Rankin tweeted uh, just out of the blue, basically that he was. Uh, listening to David Bowie and 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 you know really enjoying a book of mine and that was <laughs> that was just you know incredible to see and and uh, so that's always stuck with me. Uh, I mean because obviously I, I love his books. Uh, he, he's uh, such an iconic crime writer and, and such a great guy as well. And uh, but that, yeah, that that's the one I would mention. I think. When and where are you most comfortable writing? You've already spoken, Ragnar, about how you will tend to write during the winter months, not not during the summer. So is there, is there a location? Is it where you are talking to us from right now, where you've got a nice Hollywood poster over your shoulder and what I'm guessing are copies of your own book uh, uh, resting on a, on, on a windowsill? Is there a time of day? Do you have music on? What What's the sort of ideal uh, mood for you for writing? Yeah, and the, the Hollywood poster you mentioned is actually also a S.S. Van Dyne movie so it's all all to do with the golden age but uh (laughs) but i I like writing here this is my office and and but i can basically write anywhere i can you know sometimes i would go to uh just to the nearest coffee shop or or if i'm traveling a lot i I would write on an airplane which is which is nice but if i have my laptop i can basically write anywhere but my preferred time is the night time i mean uh i'm writing these you know, sort of dark stories, and and uh, I just love staying up. I love you know when 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 it's dark outside and and everything's quiet. That's when I I I, I get a lot of things done. So uh, yeah, so I'm not like a morning person. Is there um, a book that you really had to persevere with, Ragnar? But the you know, but you didn't give up. You stayed with it, and you're glad that you did. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I give up on a lot of books. I, I, I probably buy a book every week or, or more than, you know, a book every week. Uh, uh, so, and most of them I just don't finish. I just, you know, start and then feel it's not for me because you, there is so little time you have to pick your books well and you have to read something you really enjoy. There is a book that I, uh, that I've, I started reading years ago and, and then I put, to the side and and for some reason and and I uh, and picked it up again and and it has you know it's become probably one of the best books I've you know ever read and it's the Great Gatsby by by Fitzgerald and uh, and you can you I've reread some of the chapters again and again and it's so it's absolutely filled with fantastic fantastic writing so uh, 
I mean, it, it, it is a fantastic book from the start, so I have no idea why I, I didn't finish it at the time, but that's the, the book that comes to mind that's really, you know, uh, that I would recommend people uh, would read. Um, our next question, Ragnar, is, is a question that we've asked in just about every Q&A, uh, despite the fact that I've voiced concerns about it, Simon's voiced concerns about it. It's clearly our favourite question from our producer, Ben, uh, which is, the but what is the book that you would love to step inside of, even if it was just for one day? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> so many books, so many books. I mean, I'd love to be in, in The Great Gatsby for a while at the parties, obviously, but uh, I... I, I think I would like to mention uh, my favorite Agatha Christie book, uh, which is called The Murder on the Links. It's an early Poirot book from the 1920s, and it's set in the uh, set in France as well, uh, mostly set in France. So I think I would love to be there. I would love to be in in in, in France in the 1920s with Poirot and Hastings, uh, and, and you know just observing them uh, work their magic solve a mystery in the, in the in the golden age so that's where you find me and uh finally um ragnar is there someone that you've met because of your writing career as opposed to your investment banking career and your political friends is there is there someone who you've met through your writing that you would never have met otherwise who particularly stands out that you're grateful to have met them Oh, most certainly. I mean, uh, the crime writing community is such a friendly place. And I've made a lot of friends, uh, 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 you know, fantastic, interesting, wonderful people. Uh, I mean, I mentioned mentioned Ian Rankin earlier. I mean, uh, I can mention quite a few, uh, like Anthony Horowitz and and Dan Brown, who's who's visited Iceland on a few occasions. And, and, uh, but I'd, I'd like to mention... Maybe also again, P.T. James. I mean, uh, I didn't get to know her uh, well, but I, I met her on a few occasions, and I, I even got to do an interview with her as as well. And, and you know, that was an absolute highlight. I mean, because I'd been a, I mean, I'd been such a fan of hers, and uh, and to you know to actually meet her, to be able to speak to her uh, about her books, was something that you know. I'll, I'll probably never forget. Uh, Ragnar, it's been fantastic having you uh, as a guest uh, on this podcast. So we've done two po- podcasts with uh, with Ragnar. The interview about the girl who died is you can find uh, elsewhere, but it's fascinating to speak to you. And um, maybe uh, next time we speak, you, you know, we'll be allowed to travel, and you'll be in the UK on you know on a proper book tour, meeting meeting your your readers, and you know, like the way the world used to be. Yeah, I would like that. Ragnar, thank you very much for being part of the show today. Thank you so much for Cheers, having me. Cheers, Ragnar. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Dori Shafrier, and along with Kate Spencer, I host Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. Join us every Wednesday with guests like author Phoebe Robinson, chef Samin Nosrat, actress Busy Phillips, and even former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. On Mondays and Fridays, 
We have many episodes where we answer listeners' questions on everyday problems like how useful a butt mask really is, how to deal with a petty friend, or how to relax after a long day. So join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Forever 35, where we're not experts, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>